0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Younger Dumb. We have a new
1: guest. (laughs) Go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Florence. And what do you do?
0: (laughs) You know sometimes I think to myself, where 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 did you get it from? (laughs)
1: And now I know. (laughs) Now you know. You got it honest. Um, So I am also Mariana's aunt, and she got it honest.
2: Uh, Okay,
1: so (laughs) uh, my name is Florence, and I am a a supervisor, and uh, I am working with the membership and billing department.
0: Welcome to Younger dev My name's Mariana, and I'm interested in learning a variety of topics. But the thing is, I'm not much of a reader. Join me as I interview a mix of people in different careers or topics to see if I'm just new to adulting and haven't learned this stuff yet, or if I should have known this information already. Why don't you go ahead and tell us your job responsibilities?
1: Oh, so fascinating. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, first of all, let me say, I do love my job. It I sounds mean, like that. I absolutely yeah. do. I love my job. I love the people that I work with. Um, I'm a, Like I said, I'm a quality supervisor. So I have about 17 people that work for me. And I'm tr- in the process of trying to hire people. Um, and it's, it's kind of difficult. Um, but, but at any rate, well, because I have a very unique team. I have, within my team of 17, I have five different work groups. Mm-hmm. So they all do something different. Mm-hmm. And my, my primary role is to to ensure that the people who work for me get the training that they need, they have the resources that they need. Obviously I have to maintain their time and make sure all the timekeeping is done and mm-hmm. um, just making sure that they have opportunities to grow. And that is the part that I really do love. So are you
0: training them or are you just making sure they're in the correct training?
1: You know what, for the most part, I make sure that they get the training that they need for their specific responsibilities. Mm -hmm. However, there are people over, I would say the last year and a half that I kind of took up under my wing because they exemplified not just the, oh, I want it. They're telling me that they want to get better. They want to learn more, but they actually were thirsty. They wanted to learn more. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I knew that role. I hadn't previously done it, but I I knew the role. And so I was able to kind of give them a bit more guidance with trending and and analysis and just being able to determine what the root cause is for a situation. Yeah. And they were thirsty to learn it. And they have, they're probably two of the best employees that I have. Mm -hmm. So are they one
0: of the five people, like the five teams? They are.
1: They are. And they've gotten... um, I think three raises in the last six months. Yeah. And they're about to get promoted. So they've been, they were recently promoted and now they're about to get promoted again and they have earned every inch of it. Wow. Are they
0: also supervising people or managing people?
1: They are not, but they are, um, their role, it's very unique setup because if you live within so many miles of our corporate office, which is in Chicago, Um, depending on the role that you have, then you're a union personnel. So I know it's kind of weird, but so those people, they live, I have people that live in Texas, New Mexico, Oklahoma, um, Montana. How
0: does that work with the time zones?
1: Um, There are only two people who are in a different time zone, which is New Mexico and Montana. Um, They are two, one hour behind. Yeah, they're one hour behind. And I just know that they come they pretty much log on because they're all virtual the majority of them are virtual Mm -hmm. um so they pretty much log on at about nine o'clock central time Mm -hmm. and so i just make sure any meetings that i have with them i'm making sure they're after nine o'clock and i hate to log on which unfortunately in management a meeting is whenever you can get one Mm -hmm. but i hate to log on at eight o'clock and then bam i'm in a meeting so i try to make sure that their meetings are at Mm -hmm. least after 10 o'clock if possible yeah I would appreciate that if I was on your team because that's like the worst thing. <laughs> it is, or logging in and finding out, oh, I got a meeting. Yeah. And so being salaried, you know, you don't always log in at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm not salary, and I still don't
0: yeah.
1: log well, in at eight. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but let me say the hours in our state after like past four thirty more than makes up for it. Yeah,
0: that's true. So you manage people. I do. Where? What jobs did you have that led you to this position,
1: um, or what experiences? You you're gonna be surprised to hear this. So I would say, first of all, I was I'm I've always been a leader, and I think in in going for a leadership position because not everyone is cut out to be a leader, mm-hmm. um, whether it's a people leader or just even just amongst a group, and someone just kind of stands out that. Just because you know a lot does not mean that you you should be a leader and I've, i found that out with other managers that i've had um but i would say knowing i was a leader that would that was the first thing but also in different groups outside of work i just became a leader like you you kind of take control of a situation not in a mean way or i know it all way but just you know you have there are certain traits i think as a leader you have a way of just being able to draw people in, and getting people motivated, and getting people to complete the task. Mm-hmm. And so for me, deeply, heavily involved in my church groups, um, and then my relationships. Like, I, you know, it's kind of like when you have a relationship with someone, someone is always generally standing out to be a leader. Even if it's just two people, there's always one that's going to kind of be like, uh... Right, I think here's what we should do. And you're not pushing it on them. You're just bringing the ideas to the table. Yeah. And so I think in my personal life, I saw that. And then the very first time – actually, I guess I can go backwards. Before that, I used to be an insurance agent. I was an independent agent. And after getting my licenses and becoming – getting off the clock, I realized that was the first time. I'm not meant to be an hourly employee. Mm-hmm. That's just – it's not – I just – I can't do it. <laughs> I, I cannot do it. I just, I cannot do it. What is the difference? The difference is that when you're an hourly employee and you have to clock into something. Mm-hmm. And so like you could get tardies and you can get disciplined for being late
2: mm-hmm. and
1: you know what I mean? Or leaving early. I needed a job that gave me flexibility. Okay. And when I became an insurance agent, I found, first of all, I loved insurance. And the other thing was that it gave me flexibility. And I had small kids at that time. So I needed that to get them to their games and to, you know, all that stuff. So I was able to walk into every job and I've only had really just three main jobs, but I I stayed there for (laughs) long periods of time. But every time I was able to go in and say, I just need you to know my family comes first. So if something happens with my children, the type of job my husband had, I'm the one who has to go and pick them up or Mm -hmm. whatever the case is. And that was always honored. So I've been blessed in that aspect. Mm -hmm. So I think um, once you realize what it is that you like to do, because I love insurance, um, I remember they had a position posted for um, an auditor. Mm -hmm. And so for a while I thought, that's what I want to do. I want to audit and tell people, you did that wrong. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, but I, I love helping people get better. Uh-huh. I really do. That's the real reason.
2: Yeah.
1: So, has nothing to do with me being bossy whatsoever. Not at all. No. Yeah. Um. And so, I didn't apply for the position. I knew I had a plan. So, I, I took a lower pay cut to do a similar job that I was doing. But I knew that that was just the path to get me to where I was, was to be. Was that management? That was management.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And so... From that job, I really honed in on coaching skills and being a trainer. Mm -hmm. And I realized, you know what? I love people. Mm -hmm. I actually love helping people. If if they have a problem, if they have questions, I loved it. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I think pretty much how I got to where I am now. So why not training then? You know what? I love training, but training, you're not necessarily assigned to a specific block of people. Mm -hmm. It's like a rotation of people. So it doesn't really give you the opportunity to focus on one individual and track their progress and how they're getting better or identify those issues where they, you know, they may have some challenges and then, you know, put an action plan together and then hold them accountable Mm -hmm. for adhering to the action plan. Yeah. So training doesn't do that. I love training. Mm -hmm. So to me in the position I have now, I kind of have the best of both worlds. I'm not involved heavily into training. Mm -hmm. I would love to be, but... I think I preferred this side and usually training and quality they go hand in hand um I trained and I was the the uh, quality assessor is, mm-hmm. is I think I forgot the name at that time but um I did both and that was basically the position you whatever they gave you to train and that's what you did whatever you had to audit and that's what you did
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I loved it because it was just a variety you would never get bored of doing any one. yeah one. yeah nice. So what are you doing on a day-to-day? Ooh, day-to-day. Well, right now, our, my day-to-day looks kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, tackling emails pretty much all throughout the course of the day. How many would you say you get? I get about, I'm going to say maybe about 70 emails a day. I know it's absolutely ridiculous. It's mm-hmm. just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um but I do. I get about seventy emails today. Most of the emails are pertaining to my customers, which would be our internal customers. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are just. Wait,
0: can you give an example of that? Does that mean like clients?
1: Yeah. So with customers for for my area, when it comes to quality, our customers are the people that we're auditing. Mm-hmm. So we could have our internal customers would be the people that. I have a group, they listen to phone calls. I have another group, they're Mm -hmm. auditing applications. Mm -hmm. I have another group where they're looking at billing and making sure claims are paid correctly. Mm -hmm. So whomever they're doing that for, they would be considered our internal customers. We also have external customers because we have what we call strategic business partners. Mm -hmm. So those are the people, they're doing what some of our internal customers do, Mm -hmm. but they may be out of the country. They could be a third-party business, even within the state, but they just don't directly work for us. We have a partnership with them.
2: Mm -hmm. So they're
1: like contract employees. So those are internal customers. So I get a lot of emails asking me about something that maybe one of my employees did and what does that mean, and, Mm -hmm. you know, so we, especially with all the new things that are going on right now, I'm in a position where I have to kind of explain why we have so many changes going on and why we are not meeting our expectations <laughs> like they're used to uh, receiving from us. But they're, they've are they been very patient in making sure that um, I hear their feedback. That's the most important thing. And then responding. I have so many emails. I probably have about 400 emails that I have not even touched. And heaven forbid you go on vacation because about 200 of those. Uh,
0: you do a lot. And I do a lot.
1: <laughs> Um, and so I still, but again, part of those, I can skim through my emails and I can know, well, these are the ones I really need to look through. Yeah. Some, a big portion of the emails that I get are when my employees, they have to go through a system to request time off. Mm-hmm. So I get a lot of the, like every email, anytime they request an hour, I get an email for that. Oh. Um, or if there are any updates to any of the work that they're doing, or if there are any updates as a leader that I need to know, yeah. and then you've got different areas that they come from. So mm-hmm. a lot of emails. Yeah.
0: Besides that, what else are you doing?
1: That would be a great question. <laughs> um, so just emails,
0: no meetings. You don't have meetings? I have,
1: I have meetings back to back to back to back. Like today was one of those days where I had meetings back to back and really uh, meeting with my manager, uh, creating different ways, new ways of responding to our business partners. And what that means basically is because we changed what we're auditing and how we're auditing and who's auditing and who's who's being audited. Mm -hmm. We also have to change how we give feedback, who we give that feedback to. Um, It's no longer just the person who's, Completing the work, but now it just goes to the leadership team. Whereas right now, I'm the person who's working with the leadership team to really kind of create what that quality result is going to look like and how they want it and how often do they want it. And Mm -hmm. so it's a lot of meetings just kind of recreating some things that we've done in the past.
0: Yeah. So you said that you really like insurance. I
1: love insurance. What about it? One, I think it's never boring i know people are like what it's insurance but yeah it's never boring and do you know why insurance and believe this is the, this is the absolute truth it changes every day there is something about insurance and i get so many emails and and here's the thing the work is not directly it doesn't directly impact what i do but it impacts like what my employees do because if they're auditing let's say a person who's on the phone and then the law changes about something that is for our member. Well, now we have to tell that member that. And so now my auditor needs to be able to translate that, right? Yeah. So there's always something that's changing every single day. It's mm-hmm. never boring. It's never boring. Mm-hmm. So I think I do love that. But I also just love the fact, I mean, insurance to me is fascinating. I mm-hmm. It's one of those things where... If you don't have it when you need it, <laughs> oh, your life is just going to change dramatically. <laughs> it's, it's, so it's, it's 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 like you know I hear people say all the time about insurance. You know, oh, it's insurance is all it's a big scam. But honestly, I look at it like with auto insurance, I wouldn't dare drop my car without auto insurance, mm-hmm. mainly because I had an accident. But <laughs> <laughs> but but that's a good example of. Something where, even like, think about like funeral insurance, right? Like you know, burial insurance. Mm-hmm. People have to come up with ten to fifteen thousand dollars for a funeral.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Would you rather do that, or would you pay? Would you rather pay a hundred dollars a month for yeah, like yeah, years? Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. to me, insurance is one of those things where it's it should have always been, um like you know, our ACA. That's the Affordable Care Act we should have always had that because there are people who cannot afford to get health care and I have some really sad stories I won't tell you now, but there are when 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 that first rolled out,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I remember reading an application where there was a woman who wrote a letter begging us not to um, decline their application because she and her husband both had cancer and they had already exhausted their cancer benefits and it was February mm. so. Things like that, ACA kind of changed and said, well, you're not gonna exhaust your benefits. If you have cancer, we're gonna care for you. Yeah. And that as a country, that's what we should be doing. Mm-hmm. So it's things like that, that's why I like it.
0: Yeah. So are you in a specific part?
1: I deal with the, the area that I am in. So first of all, I am part of uh, what they call QTKM, which is quality training and knowledge management. So it's three different areas. Mm-hmm. And I'm part of the quality portion, which means when the new hire comes in, um, they go through training first. Mm -hmm. And we partner very closely with our trainers to make sure we're all on board with what's being taught and what they're going to be held accountable to Mm -hmm. once they leave training. Um, And then they go into what's called academy. And academy is basically giving them the opportunity to kind of practice what they've been taught. um, But also they are being held accountable for it. Mm -hmm. So... They leave Academy, and then they come to my people, and now we're auditing, not directly. Now we're just doing what we call target audits, which are just a random sample of any audits for any specific line of business. So mm-hmm. you may have an employee that could get five audits that month from us, or you may not get any. Mm-hmm. It just depends on if their name is pulled when it's when it's randomized. So I am... Drilling down from there, I'm in the membership and billing department. So that's, um, we're dealing directly with the member request and billings from like our big corporations, big groups Mm -hmm. that we insure and their employees. And so dealing with um, leading those teams Mm -hmm. with claims and a lot of money involved and making sure that things are paid out in a timely manner. So
0: they're like listening to their phone calls
1: there i do have a group that listen to phone calls and this is the new group so you and I were having that conversation mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so that group if they're very new they they're they've been at the company i mean some of them have been there for 20 years and some of them felt like when they were selected to do that role that they were kind of going backwards in their career because a lot of people feel like listening to phone calls is such a tedious task mm-hmm. but at the end of the day quality as a whole is really quite tedious. So what
0: happens if they hear something bad on the phone call or like something wrong? Isn't it too late because they've already told that person? It is
1: too late to you know you because you can't unring the bell but you yeah. can give the feedback to this to the customer advocate mm-hmm. um, and then you can make them go and fix their error. So if they told the member something in error then guess who's gonna be making that phone call to get it right. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be them. Um and but it's like that across the board whether it's an application, whether it's a phone call, whether we paid a claim that we shouldn't have paid. Mm-hmm. Um now how we undo that bail, that's a bit trickier. We might have to mm-hmm. use an attorney for that. Mm-hmm. But um I'm
0: sure people aren't just giving up money. No.
1: <laughs> no they're not and we we you know, we overpaid by twenty thousand. <laughs> Didn't you? <laughs> house for sale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking that 20 grand and I'm moving. So, but yeah, we, I love it. It's such a variety, especially in the role that I have now, because I have, like I said, about six different work groups within my one team. And so it's always busy. The downside of that though, is that those six different work groups, they work in six different leadership teams. Mm-hmm. So I'm spread very thin just to kind of make sure I'm meeting the needs of, for all of those customer groups, yeah. So yeah, which one's your favorite? Right now, it's the one that wants nothing from me. <laughs> <laughs> so I do have a few groups, and I know the only reason why they're very quiet because they didn't. They're not. They're one of the the few groups that hasn't uh, haven't gone undergone this change that we're going through right now. So everything is the same for them, which I'm grateful for because now I can kind of give more of myself to the other groups that really need that attention and those resources. Yeah. Will they be switching over soon? Um, I think by the end of this year, they will be. We kind of made a deal with them that we'd give them more time. So, but really it was to my benefit to do that because then (laughs) I would really be cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. So, Yeah. (laughs) yeah.
0: So are people like escalating like the more, angry people to you? Is
1: that kind of what you're there for? No, thank you. God, I don't have <laughs> to deal with that. Um, that would probably be the people who are on the phone and they're taking that angry customer. Mm-hmm. And then, so they have their own supervisors. Okay. So the people who audit those people, those are the people who report to me.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So we do, we have found where, um, and I just, I'm thinking about a chat that I, I was, I in and I, I listened to them going back and forth in the chat and there are some complaints about, oh, how the, how the, the person spoke to our member and, you know, it was really kind of like over the top. And yeah. so I'm just like, okay, well, let's get this escalated to their supervisor. Cause really I'm not there to supervise everybody. Mm-hmm. I can only supervise my group, but I can yeah. give them some guidance as to, and sometimes you, you see the wrong things that are done and you get offended you're like
2: oh
1: oh my gosh because re- the, the reality is that it could be you yeah that they're you know i mean there's an electric electricity company that i know of here in illinois mm-hmm. <laughs> um that used to have horrific customer service mm-hmm. and what i have found over the years is that you know sometimes companies treat you a certain way when they believe that you don't have any other options Mm-hmm. And at that time, that specific electricity company mm-hmm. had no options. Like, we couldn't pick different companies. And yeah. so now it's a little different. But yeah, mm. I find that it, it's, you can, you can just kind of, you know, feel for your member, feel for the customer, and yeah. just know that they deserve better than what they got. Yeah. So
0: you're not getting yelled at by people, but do yeah. you, because you manage people, you have people who are hard to manage?
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that would be inaccurate. <laughs>
0: How
1: do you deal with that? Well, I'm thinking of two people right now in particular. We
0: don't have to name.
1: Names. <laughs> I will not be naming names <laughs> because I do love my job. Yeah, um, I know the names. You guys, you can't. Know the names. <laughs> um, you know what one of the one of the things that I that I really dislike is when detailed instructions are given, mm-hmm. and then people will reach out versus reading it. And they say they read it. Mm -hmm. But clearly with the questions that they're asking, they didn't read it. Let me
0: give you this idea. Maybe you've done it. In the middle of like the paragraph, you just put, send me your favorite color once you read this. And then if people don't send you their favorite color, I'm going to know. That's how you know. I'm going to take that. Your employees are going to hate me now. But that that used to happen to me all the time when I was in school and I was like an RA. They would, it would be like a long email and they'd be like, send us your favorite color, send us your favorite animal. And then that's how they know if you read it or not.
1: I'm going to do that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start tomorrow when I I send out an email every morning to my team because I believe in communication. I, I am a strong believer in communication. So every single morning I send out an email to my team, one to give them my schedule, So if anybody wants to meet with me, they'll kind of know when I'm available. And that doesn't always happen because meetings pop up all the time. Mm -hmm. But at least they'll know, you know, okay, I know that she's here for the day because working in a virtual environment, you have to try even harder to maintain that communication. Yeah. So that's key. Um, But managing who I would say would be really challenging employees, I think. What I'm finding with one in particular is that she is one person who likes to, to receive compliments. Mm-hmm. So I had someone training her, right? And with the the peer that was training her, um, they were kind of bumping heads. And really, I don't think it was either one of their faults. I just think you had one who she kind of has a strong personality, the trainer. Mm-hmm. And then you have one who is just the opposite. She's very meek, very mild mannered, yeah. doesn't say a lot in the meetings. I have to kind of pull stuff out of her.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so that's usually there's gonna be some kind of bumping of the head. Yeah. And I met with the trainer to say, okay, you know what, let's try this. Because I I know this employee and I know what works. And yeah. so giving the compliments every time she did something correct. And, mm-hmm. and I'm now copied on every email. I hate to do that, but mm-hmm. that's how you maintain the peace and you yeah. get a chance to see what's really happening. So she's giving her compliments about the work that she's doing. And now all of a sudden this person's, her, her, her entire demeanor mm-hmm. has changed. Mm-hmm. And you're just doing the work that we asked you to do from the beginning. <laughs> but for whatever reason now, you're like motivated. Yeah. So I think you really have to kind of find what's going to you know, kind of change their mind and bring them back down to where they can actually enjoy the work that they're doing. Yeah. Now, my other person, I think I'm just—he's—he seems to be someone who likes to have his hand held. Mm-hmm. I do not like doing that. Mm-hmm. I do not. Even my children can testify. Mm-hmm. I do not like holding. Now, I because when you tell me you're going to do something, I'm just going to assume that you, you know, you're going to do it. I don't have yeah. to check up on you, especially if you're in a specific position. That would equate to my manager coming to me and say, I thought you were going to do timekeeping and then me going timekeeping. Was
2: I supposed to do timekeeping? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you've got 17 people who, I mean, so you, <clears throat> there's just a level of expectation. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, well, okay, that's not it. There we go. <laughs> I had to work that out. Goodness gracious. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> so at any rate, <laughs> I don't know what that was about. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but you know what? I, I find what, with these employees that they are really kind of stretching me. Mm-hmm. So I, I like people, right? So you keep, when you like people, you have to kind of take the good with okay. the bad. And if I say I like helping people get better, then again, the good with the bad. Yeah. The thing is helping people to see who they are because mm-hmm. if they don't believe you're a slacker. I mean, I can give you, I can name it all kinds of things, but ultimately you are a slacker. You are not pulling your full weight. And so now getting this person to understand, okay, you know what? In comparison to everyone else, which is what I had to do, if you're going to bring to me, well, no, I I do my work. Well, let's take a look, shall we? (laughs) Pull the receipt. Let's pull the receipts. Mm -hmm. Let's count the money. So now they get a chance to see because the numbers don't lie. You can, either you're pulling your weight or you're not. And when you're looking at your numbers in comparison to everyone else mm-hmm. and you all got the same training at the exact same time, mm-hmm. the same length of training. Now, granted, I do believe that people learn differently. Not everybody's going to learn at the same pace. Yeah. But I think if you're having a problem, it's up to you to tell me that you're having that problem. Mm-hmm. I had a director once tell me, "If don't be upset if your supervisor or your manager doesn't say you know what, I think you would do great in this position. Mm-hmm. She said, yeah, they should do that, but it's ultimately your career. Yeah. So if you want to do something more with your career, then you have to take ownership.
2: Yeah, that's good advice. It is
1: very good. And I've lived by that ever since you told me that.
0: Mm-hmm. What would you say your leadership style is?
1: I am, um, I would say one, I'm very trusting um, until you show me otherwise.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I am very empathetic to my employees and their situations because I know that life happens. And so I've, I've gone through a season where it seemed like anything wrong that could happen did happen.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So I'm, I'm very empathetic to, to the, to their situations, but also once I am firm with you, there's like no going backwards. Mm -hmm. So I would, I would say I am, I'm there to challenge you. I like challenging my employees. Um, I'm very empathetic towards their situations, but also I expect a lot from them. Mm-hmm. And those that I don't see it, I'm not going to push you more than what, what I think you can do. I won't give you more. If you've already shown me mm-hmm. that you're not going to handle the responsibility, then those very important things, they won't come your way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then you could be missing opportunities for the promotions and But um, I I am, I think I'm kind of empathetic, but also, Mm -hmm. you know, I like to see people succeed. So, yeah, I like training. I like being able to coach. I love coaching. Mm -hmm. I am very faithful when it comes to my one-on-ones with my people. Every month, I have to meet with them at least for 30 minutes so that I can hear what they have to say. Because it's not always just about, okay, I need you to do this and do this and have it done by this. Mm-hmm. But they may actually give me some feedback for myself, which I solicit every meeting from them. Mm-hmm. I want to know what do you what do you need from me that you're not getting? So I am, I guess, an evolving manager. I would say, oh,
2: yeah, wow,
1: evolving, evolving,
2: yeah. sounds nice, doesn't it?
1: It does. <laughs> So would you
0: say that the position you're in is your like end goal, like you don't, you like where you're at, you could see yourself doing this until you retire, or is there another position you would like to be?
1: You know what, I have asked myself that, and I initially, before I became, before I became a supervisor there, um, I really did not want to be a supervisor again. I really was very comfortable in my role. I worked from home and, and I still do uh, full time, but I was working from home and I was only responsible for me. Mm. And so that <laughs> is a marvelous feeling. That is wonderful. And then for whatever reason, you know, <laughs> I applied for this position and inherited, you know, all these different people and their responsibilities. Um, but I, I, I thought about that just actually a few weeks ago how far I really wanted to go, and I really do believe because I'm not that far from retirement, believe it or not, people. Mm-hmm. Black don't crack. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I I have thought about it, and because I'm also a realtor, and I'm you know, I feel like probably it's in, within three years, mm-hmm. um, I would seriously consider retiring. Um, Unless if I was still at home working and because the money is great, mm-hmm. the flexibility is awesome. I mean, just the flexibility itself is just that's a completely different benefit.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: I'm not in a rush to retire, but I don't I don't think I'm going to move out of this position unless I become I stay a leader either at the level I'm on pay grade wise on the level I'm on or if I go up and but I'm no longer a people leader. Um, and I know quite a few people who became supervisors to get the experience of being a people leader mm-hmm. and then they they said okay i'm done I'm and it does sometimes it it's it can exhaust you mm-hmm. because you've got all these different people like tugging on you every single day i need i need i need i need mm-hmm. especially when you've got a lot of changes going for it
2: yeah and i tell
1: myself okay so it's not always going to be this way so just Mm -hmm. hang in there. (laughs) This, this thing that's new right now, Mm -hmm. it's going to resolve itself and and we'll go back to semi normal, whatever that may be. Yeah. So honestly, I think I probably will retire in this position Mm. unless I'm no longer a people leader, then I could go back to just making some really good money with less responsibility.
0: Yeah. But then wouldn't that be like a downgrade?
1: Not necessarily. There are positions that have my same pay grade or higher, but And I can take the experience that I have without managing the people. Yeah. So, yeah. What would you say the education background
0: was is needed for your position? Or is it just experience?
1: You know, it's so funny that I think because of the time period that I grew up in. So, I graduated from high school in the 80s. And I have some college, but I don't have a degree. And I think even when they posted this position, they were looking for someone who had a degree. Or who had the experience. And I think with my experience um, of being an independent insurance agent Mm -hmm. and knowing insurance like inside and out, I think that really helped. Mm -hmm. But also in the interview that I had with my director, I remember sharing some leadership experience being over a church choir for like 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. And anybody who's led a church choir knows That will trump any type of work that you could do in any (laughs) corporation, trust me. Um, But dealing with different personalities, so you can get the experience, I think, outside of just your normal Mm -hmm. type of roles in in corporations. Even um, I met with someone yesterday who's over Girl Scouts, and I'm listening to them, and I'm thinking these are volunteers, right? They don't get paid. They're volunteers, and they're putting together, like, this cruise for their Girl Scout troop. Mm-hmm. And look at the leadership.
0: My dad told me about that. Yes. That's
1: Isn't so that good. awesome? That's- I know. <laughs> so, yeah. Am I looking to retire? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, But even in their position, they can use that leadership where they're over these nine girls. They've led them since they were brownies or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now they're 17. Oh, wow. Right. And so you've led these young women mm-hmm. for all these years. So to me, leadership comes in different ways. And I work for a company, I think, that kind of recognizes that. Mm-hmm. So it's not a matter of, I think, in in, in my company, they don't say, they're not going to tell you, oh, you know, the degree is the end-all, be-all. Yeah. They're also going to take a look at the experience that you have and, you know, what, if you're going to actually be a good fit with mm-hmm. this group. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: What would you say your favorite part is?
1: When I log off, no I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think my favorite part, um, that I've that I've actually been missing is when I get to meet with my individual group. So I have like the six groups that I meet with, mm-hmm. and I'm able to really hone in on a more individual basis and see what they need yeah. and be able to Provide that one-on-one or three-on-one or five-on-one. So I, I like knowing that their needs are met because that's what I'm there for. Mm-hmm. So how for often is that? Um, I used to do it. Well, I, that's not true. So there are three groups. It's it's so weird. There's one group I meet with at least twice a month. Mm-hmm. There are, um, there's another group that I meet with once a month. Um And those would would be my accountants. So they're they're accountants. They have masters. They are, they they had the same position that I was in before I became a supervisor. So I know the positions well, but it's very, very different Mm -hmm. because they're working with money and, you know, claims and all this stuff. And so I try to meet with everyone at least once a month. So individually, and then as a team, but there's this one team, our newest team that kind of developed within a team. Mm -hmm. Um, I meet with them almost every day and I have communication with them throughout the course of the day.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So when I log on between 8 and 8.30, my people are starting to log off. The last one is probably on at like 5 30. Mm-hmm. And then I stay on maybe another two or three hours because I can actually get work done. Mm-hmm. So for me, I love that part of the day when I get to work, I'm done giving them what they need, but now I get to finish what I need to do mm-hmm. for my own personal responsibility. Yeah.
0: What is your salary?
1: My salary ranges, or oh, you want no. the, what I make?
0: No, I wasn't asking <laughs> I was just asking, are you salaried? Oh,
1: I am salaried, yes.
0: So what are you contracted at, like 40, 50 hours?
1: 40-hour um, work week, but I usually probably do somewhere between – I would say 50, 55 hours a week. Wow. Now, the thing is, I can do that because I don't have any kids at home. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't have any other responsibilities. The days that I need to log off at 430, I log off at 430. But if I don't have anything to do, Mm -hmm. and I know there's going to be stuff for me to wake up to tomorrow, then it's kind of like, well, why not just stay on? And, Mm -hmm. you know, I turn my TV on in my office. I may play music. I may watch the news or whatever and listen to a
0: podcast,
1: to a podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and so i'm able to do that just being able to work from home and yeah having that flexibility
0: i get you and
1: That's it's cool. great that i can like if i need to leave in the middle of my day like to go get a rental car or to be <laughs> kissed by a dog perhaps <laughs> hey, <Luna. laughs> nice to meet you yeah can yeah you i got me?
2: a man i got <laughs> a man uh-huh
1: <laughs> um but I'm able to go leave like in the middle of my day, and I can go get a massage if I need to. <laughs> I am so serious. I am so serious. Yeah, maybe we should take out the massage stuff. Um, but I I can go and and I schedule this time like I, oh it's called we get flex time, and so I'll schedule that time where I'm going to be offline for two hours. Mm-hmm. I'll go grab some lunch, go get a massage, and come back and and then continue with my day. Mm. So, yeah, it's it is work that it's rewarding and it's fulfilling, but also it can be very stressful. Right now, work is very stressful and I'm not used to that.
0: Mm-hmm. What's your least favorite part?
1: Um, my least favorite part is having to communicate or or requiring people to do tasks that I know that we don't really, we haven't really set them up to succeed in it. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is that when we rolled out all the changes that we're doing now, um, we didn't even have all the the resources that we needed to Mm -hmm. be successful. And so it would be different if it was just me that, and I've been in that position before Everybody was in corporate, they know what that, what that feels like, but to ask a team, to do that with no training, no resources, mm-hmm. and you're just you're just like we're going to do this. We are, and you are looking yeah. at you like
0: just thrown into
1: it, right? Mm-hmm. Literally just thrown into it. Mm-hmm. And I've do- I've been in that position many times, mm-hmm. but I've it's really rare that I've ha- I've been in the position as a leader
2: yeah.
1: now asking other people to do it. And so I really I felt bad for them because I mean, but we were all in the same boat. It wasn't that they were just you know out there by themselves. But I just hate seeing people just so distraught and just literally really evaluating, am I in the right position? Should I quit? Do I need to look yeah. for something else? Mm-hmm. And I think they kind of found that we still can, kind of, the benefits kind of outweigh yeah. all this craziness. So
0: yeah. Are you? A, this is like a random question from what you said earlier.
1: Do you ever listen
0: to the phone calls that people are auditing? Or that's just like?
1: Funny you should ask. Oh. <laughs> so. I had a meeting with my manager last week, and I guess I really did push it out of my mind and completely disregarded what she was asking me (laughs) do. So um, we have a process where if we cite an error, then our customers get a chance to rebut the error. So they can say, well, no, I disagree. It really should have been done this way, and this is why we're correct. And then it comes back to us, and we go, no, it's really wrong. And so we go, there's like this rebuttal process that we Mm -hmm. go back and forth. And... I was sending for the final, like, decision,
2: mm-hmm. sending
1: it to a specific group. And then I was asked, well, you know, have you thought about listening to these? And, I'm, and in my mind, I'm like, I don't know this work. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? Um, I, what, what do you want me to do? And so I'm good at finding the resources. But I mean, but I have not know? listened. I should know. Yeah, yes. <laughs> absolutely. That is like hands down. Yes. Honestly, to be a good leader. I, and this is I really do feel this way. I don't think that you really have to like, you know, be a SME at the work. I don't think you need to be a subject matter expert, but I should be able to explain what this is about. Long story short, today I had another meeting where they pulled me in and I guess she felt like she needed some reinforcement mm-hmm. because they were like, so have you thought about listening versus sending these calls over and i was like i had to be honest i was like no <laughs> no and but then re- in reality if i really want to help my team um, and help them to succeed and really be just a better leader for myself i really need to learn more about what they do mm-hmm. and my focus was more on making sure that they succeeded and they needed and they had their resources but now i'm at a point where okay i need to shift that and kind of listen myself but in order to do that i gotta get some sneeze to sit with me right (laughs) so they don't know this but tomorrow that meeting that i I have a standing meeting with this one group there's six of them um and we've got 40 people helping us as well that's how much work it is Mm -hmm. and so i've got this standing meeting so now i'm like you know what i'm gonna get them to sit with me and, and or virtually you and we're going to listen. Yeah. They'll be all right. Oh no. Because here's the thing in their role, they should be used to that. So if I say to you, Mariana, um, you know, tell me what do you do about a podcast? You should be able to explain to me how you started your podcast. Right. Yeah. So with these people, they audit this work every day. So for me to shadow them, Right. With what they're doing every day. Yeah, I expect for them to go, yeah, I do do no, it. Then no. that's a shame, because it's happening. I, <laughs> it is going to happen.
0: I need to mentally be prepared. It's not that I don't know my job. I would like to just mentally be prepared to know that someone's going to be watching me. Because then, too, like, I could make sure I'm going to do something like really important. Or make sure I actually have something to do while you're watching me.
1: Well, you know what? I already have the work pool, because these audits need to be reviewed. <laughs> So th- they're going to be there for not necessarily because it's a little different. So let me let me set up the you know the scenario. So there's a call that needs a decision made. So we can't agree on if it's right or wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. So our customers are saying one thing and the quality coach is saying another thing. And so now we're we're at a crossroad like who's right. Mm-hmm. So in order for that to be determined versus me sending it out for help, like I've been doing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get one of my senior QAAs to come and join me in this meeting. So I'm telling her, and I've already sent the note saying, hey, I need a re- I need to review this audit. Mm-hmm. So she's, she she received a heads up. I added a note to the standing meeting. Okay. I added the audit number. So if she wants to, she can go in and listen to it. Does she actually look at that, though? She should. Okay. If she doesn't, Surprise. <laughs> 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 but, and so... That calibration meeting is for calibration calls. Mm-hmm. So this is what we're doing. This is kind of part of the calibration process. The only difference is it's going to be me versus one of her peers or someone who's like a coach or whatever. So we're going to play the call. Mm-hmm. And she's going to explain to me, OK, this line of business, this is what we do for them. And the, the debate isn't necessarily listening to the whole call and seeing what they did wrong or right throughout the whole call. We're just going to discuss that one part where we seem to be at odds at. Yeah. So once we get to that part and she explains to me, okay, so this is what they means mean by this. Cause this is, this is benefit information. And I, I have no idea what this <laughs> is. I mean, you know, from a benefit point of view, I'm, I have no idea. Yeah. So she's going to kind of help me through that. And so I'm going to alternate. There are two on the team that I consider to be sneeze. And actually I probably have more than that, but these two, um, in their current roles, they should be able to walk me through this because this is what's expected of them mm-hmm. in their position. Yeah. So, yeah, going to happen starting tomorrow. Mm.
0: I'll okay. let you
1: know how that goes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll let you
2: know.
0: Yeah, I personally wouldn't be a fan of that. Let me know.
1: I don't
2: it's mind It's just part it. of the role, though. Yeah, just, yeah. Let
0: just let me know. Let me know.
2: And they don't care. even
1: have to pick the audit. Like, I already have it.
2: You're welcome.
1: <laughs> so, but apparently it's time for me to start getting my feet wet. And I honestly, I do agree. I actually welcome. It's going to be something that's going to stretch me. Mm-hmm. Um, even with time, like I don't, my time is just for me to log off today at 430, which I didn't. And yes, that was part of the reason why I <laughs> left home late. Yeah, You said
0: it was the rain. But it
1: was <laughs> raining. It was <laughs> like, I, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be there 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I think. I'm, I'm. I'm. I look for those stretch assignments. It's something that, in all in all honesty, I do believe it would make me a better supervisor for them. Mm-hmm. And it would. It could possibly eliminate a step of me having to reach out to another group. Yeah. To get an answer. Now I will because I'm, there are just certain things that you know they're they're a smid. at. Yeah. So I know that's going to happen, but it'll definitely cut down on what I have to send over to them. So I'm yeah. looking forward to that. That's good then. I hope. Yeah.
0: This is the question you didn't like. What's an uncommon fact? I guess for me, something that I found surprising was that there's people actually auditing these calls. Really? Yeah. So, like, is it like if I were to get in a car accident and the um, liability adjuster is calling me, they're listening to calls like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, I had that job of the liability adjuster, I didn't know there was a team auditing my calls.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Not
0: that I said anything wrong, but (laughs) I don't have that job anymore. No, you don't. But, um, yeah, I just didn't realize that people were listening after. I know they were recorded so that I could play them back and, like, take notes on stuff, but I didn't know that there was other people.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think on every level, the way quality works, and that's my other piece that I love. So I love insurance and I love quality. So I've been blessed to really kind of put those together. Um, For me, in in what we do, there's always an auditor. So you've got the person who's taking the call or processing the claim or paying the bill or, you know, whatever they're doing. There's that person that's on that, that first level. And then you have my employee who is going to audit what they did and, and to give them feedback and did they give them the right feedback? Cause there's still accountability for them. Are you giving correct that feedback? That means that I didn't do
0: anything wrong because I never got told. Well oh, then
1: you probably weren't being audited.
0: Oh, you're saying I, I couldn't be perfect?
1: No, I'm saying that it would be an ins, a disservice, even if you're doing things well, but you never got feedback, that would still be a disservice I know. I mean, in the quality world.
0: Yeah, I never got told I was telling them, like, the wrong information or, like, anything like that.
1: So did you ever, were you ever coached or anything? Like, I mean, just like a one-on-one or?
0: Yeah, like, we were supposed to, like, encourage the customers to use, like, certain, like, programs of getting their car fixed. And I wasn't the best at that. So I got told by, like, other people on how to, like, word it better or make so it then, sound more exciting.
1: But it wasn't so then somebody had honored. to be listening to you. No, what? it was
0: just, like, my reports. Because, like, it would show how many people we booked for, like, this oh. or this. And my scores were always, like, below the level that we were supposed to be at. But it's not because someone was listening. It was like, oh, this is wrong.
1: So then they were auditing you, but just in a different way. They just weren't yeah. listening to the call, but they were yeah. auditing. And so we do we do that, too. There's a, there's a part of my team that does that as well. Mm-hmm. I think so I you prefer got, that.
0: I don't want someone listening to my call. Well, here's the
1: thing. So this group that became this inquiry group, and overnight I became an inquiry supervisor, Mm -hmm. Um, they used to do what we call the membership piece. So like I was saying how I'm over membership and billing, well now it's membership billing and inquiry. Mm -hmm. Inquiry would be the phone call piece. Mm -hmm. The membership and billing, those are the electronic and paper stuff. So those are the members and sending in their applications or saying, hey, I had a baby, I need to add the baby, Mm -hmm. or my date of birth is wrong. Whatever, whatever it may be, some yeah. of them are a bit more complex when we start talking about the audits for the accountants. But ultimately, you have the person who's doing the work; they get audited. Mm-hmm. Then you've got a QC the, in, in our in world, that's a quality coach, mm-hmm. and then they're auditing, you know, the person who's doing the work. Yeah. And then I have the person who's like a senior QAA, and they're auditing the QC. Yeah. And then now we've got IRR. IRR is we're, we're auditing with the QAA audit. I mean, it's it's never ending. And then yeah. above that, there's like another audit. There's like three audits <laughs> that goes all the way. Oh, yeah. We are like the audit nation. But oh here's what goodness. happens is that it's kind of like checks and balances. Mm-hmm. So, you know, our company, which I won't name again because I know you're going to edit it out. Oh, okay, am I? <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll know what to edit. But okay. any, at any rate, so... We Our brand is always looking, they dictate with certain audits what the criteria is. Mm-hmm. So we may audit way more than what the brand wants, but we have to at least audit what the brand wants. Mm-hmm. And in that, that's how we get to keep servicing and selling the product. So I'll give you an example. So anyway, the company that I work for, they, they actually are licensed to sell and service a certain insurance brand, Mm -hmm. okay? Now that brand gives us specific guidelines to follow. And if our quality is not up to par, then they can come to us and say, well, in Illinois, you guys did this for quality. Mm -hmm. We are not gonna license you to service and sell Illinois products. Mm -hmm. So guess what? They're gone from Illinois. Mm -hmm. Now we only have Texas, New Mexico, Oklahoma, and Montana. Mm -hmm. So it works that way where there's always checks and balances to make sure that we're doing what we need to do. Yeah. There's always somebody auditing. Every level.
0: Yeah. No.
1: I know. Fun times.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that. That could be uncommon. That
1: could be uncommon. Yeah, I didn't realize but it's it not. so much. No, oh. Then not. I'm just dumb. That's no, you know what it is? is? Or is I'm that young. You're young. I'm exactly. young. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm young, too. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I like that, yeah. You are, you are. Uh-huh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Three years to retirement.
1: Okay, well, I can see how you could say that. Yeah, yeah. All right, well. I got a long time. This is very true. But here's the thing. When I retire, it'll be retiring from my company, but I still have like my real estate business and my travel business. So yeah. I'll be doing that step full time.
2: Yeah.
1: Any other uncommon thing that you can think of? Um, nothing that I can think of. I mean, I think I've been in insurance for so long. I've been in insurance since 1996. And I've seen it change quite a bit from with with everything from ACA to even just auto and home and just the different coverages and amounts that we pay. And it's just it's ever changing. And I absolutely love it. I think even that by itself is probably uncommon. Like there's not a lot of business um, or just, you know, different lines of businesses that you could say mm-hmm. it's changing every day or every week or every month. And yeah. we've got so many different facets. The government is involved and the, you know, there's regulations and then, I mean, it's just so much.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: I love it. I absolutely love it.
2: That's good.
0: Yeah.
1: The Bible does say that it's a blessing to enjoy the work that you do.
0: Yeah. That's why I'm trying to
2: do this full time.
1: I'm glad. I love this. I think you should continue to pursue it.
2: Thank you. One of my videos. And you're good at it. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Look, that's...
0: Before we switch into something else, what is some advice that you would, I usually ask what some advice you would give a person like looking to get in your position, but what advice would you just give someone who's looking to get into a leadership role?
1: Um, I would say in the place that you're in, in the role that you're in, be a leader. Mm -hmm. And I know that looks different for everyone, but I think as an example There's someone that that reports to me and she's constantly looking for projects not to replace the work that she's doing, but in addition to the work that she's doing. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very important to make make it known to your leader um, that, you know what, I'm looking for those assignments that's going to stretch me or or that's going to give me enhance my knowledge or, you know, going to expand. What I already know, like, I I think you have to make it known that this is what you want and then look for those assignments. Even though this person didn't ask me for what I assigned to her, I knew I could trust her based on what I previously assigned to her. Mm -hmm. And she gave it her all. She gave it her all. So for me, um, I would say stretch where you are. Look for leadership responsibilities right in the position where you are Mm -hmm. and then you'll get noticed that way. Any other last minute things you want to say? Um, well, I don't have a fans only account, but if you guys want to send me money, <laughs> That's not um, what it's called? Oh no, what is it? <laughs> only fans. We're going doing some trivia. <laughs> okay.
2: All right.
0: Um. Oh man. That was. So I just have. Insurance trivia.
1: Oh, okay. This ought to be fun. Okay. It's like
0: all insurance <clears throat> companies, all everything.
1: Okay, I'm ready.
0: So, let will see. Not just for baby food. Which Nestle-owned company also has offered life insurance
1: since <gasps> 1967? Gerber! Mm-hmm. Why? You know why? Because it was affordable. You could actually start a Gerber policy for $1. This one's easy.
0: What species of bird is the Liberty Mutual mascot?
1: Um, ostrich? No, it's not an ostrich. Out of all the questions, this is the one you're going to get I wrong. Know, that's so horrible. Lemu. <laughs> um, limu Lemu? What is it? Lumi? Um, me, you. No. Um, me, you. No, it's not me, you. I just said that. What is it? A lemu. What is You
2: leave me. No. Yeah, that wasn't it. It's not moving. What is it? Leave me, you leave me.
1: Lee Moo. Is that Lee Moo? What's okay, his name? What is the animal? That could be the, man, the, the animal's name. Um, okay, that's probably his name. Um. <laughs> No. It's the a, a. It's not a flamingo. It's, what is that bird? Um. Oh man. I have no idea. <laughs> is it rhymes with the name? Lemu. Oh, dang it! That's the name of it. Lemu? Mm-hmm. Okay, Lemu is the name. Of the, of the bird. Of the bird. But what is the bird? I'm looking at the bird, I just, all of a sudden, I guess I thought it was a ostrich. <laughs> looks like an ostrich, but it's not. Lemu? You don't know. I really don't know. It's an emu. I was so <laughs> close! Oh my gosh! Emu. Lemu, the, the emu.
0: Well, that is all I have. Yay! Now that you've had trivia, is there any other things you want to add that I didn't ask about, or just some things you want people to know about your position?
1: Um, I would say if you are a people person, and this is just outside of insurance, if you love, you know, just being around people and talking to people and helping people achieve their individual goals, I think the people leader position is a good position for them. Mm -hmm. But if you know you really don't like people, you don't know know how to give feedback, you don't know how to talk to people you're accusatory, you're judgmental. Stay away from the people leader position. Yeah, maybe not the best fit. No, not at all. No, don't do that. Yeah. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. This was fun. This was a lot of fun.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Young or Dumb. I hope you enjoyed the subject and learned something new. Make sure to follow my podcast for more interesting conversations. And remember, be happy and be chill.